0: I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions all apply. See website for details. Busquets, the first man to win the World Cup from a deck chair. You see that game for the 10.
1: Everyone, welcome to Writer's House. I hope you're all safe and well. Um, today we're going to be talking about England's win over Wales to qualify top of Group B. Looking ahead to the knockouts and a little about some other games this week. And joining me on this Uncle special is Uncle Musa Serkwonga. What's happening, Uncle?
2: <laughs> oh my <laughs> Can't God. Call you, Uncle. I'm good, I'm good. Look, I'm a, I am a godfather. I'm a godfather. You're so a godfather. So I can see that. It's yes, of, listen. It's,
1: it's, it's, can that be a higher accolade? Jeez. I think I was can. nominated
2: as a godfather by my godson. He asked he because he's asks already got for one. You? He was like, yeah, wow. can I have another one? Moose, yeah.
1: that is, well, it doesn't get any bigger than that. I'm it doesn't be, get yeah. any higher than that because like a godfather is such a, it's such an unbelievable honour for you, for, for people. Because they are yeah. giving, people got on say, they are giving you the responsibility of raising or looking after their children. That is massive.
2: Yeah, that no, was the greatest. You know, so ever. yeah,
1: Godfather Moose. I'm gonna to have to start calling you the Godfather. Ha <laughs> ha You're welcome. Who did you see the game? I did Closest indeed. Saw the yeah. of game. Um, yeah. Obviously, winning in the end is is fine. But like when you look at the way Wells speak, and we'll pre- speak, I'll speak about them a bit more later. But like we were expected to to beat them. I thought mm. you know we, we we should be beating them, and it it seemed like it was comfortable at the end. But that the first half, Moose, there's too many things too many things that are happening. What makes me feel like a, a, a better team is going to put pressure on certain aspects of us. It's going to cause right. us a lot of problems, miss. Mm. And that That's is interesting. Yeah, it is. Miss. We, I think we're, we're passing it around. I don't know if they're doing it purposely, Gareth with um, John stones and Harry Maguire passing it around at the back because teams are letting them have it. And then they're kind of, they're kind of like, Getting tight on the midfield. There's not a lot of movement, be- and there seems to be a, not a lot of confidence in getting it turning and moving the ball quicker.
2: It's interesting because actually Harry Maguire's movement is some of the most ambitious in the England team. Bro, like he's love- moving like Rudiger. Like if everyone played with the confidence and yeah. the tempo of Maguire, we'd be laughing. Yeah. Um. I the reason I think your point is such a strong one, among other things, is that look at what Croatia did to Canada. That Croatia team causes this England team real
1: problems. Oh, gosh, yeah. Good God, yeah. You said to mean?
2: in terms of asserting midfield control, in terms of like moving the ball on, mm. there's a thing with us where, I said this to Ryan, like, I think, on Stadia recently, like, if England don't move the ball at considerable tempo against Senegal, they could be in a bit of trouble. They need to force the ball through the gaps because what you saw that Wales did so well, there's a couple of times where you saw them collapse like four or five defenders in one area. Mm. Uh, and Bellingham was there and all of a sudden there's like five players appearing in front of him and there's not that many options out yeah. and that's not so much a criticism of England primarily it's because Wales did that so well the defence was like chainmail, but to get through those gaps you've got to be moving with real with real, with, real intensity if, yeah, yeah.
1: Moose there's got to be there's got to be the plan in your head you, you've got to have seen it because when you, you mentioned, um, you mentioned Canada and you mentioned Croatia and what that said to me, I, I was like really going for it the way Canada started, they really mm. started fast to the point where, yeah, I'm old. So you kind of caught me off guard a little bit, what they did with Croatia, but like I put in the group Moose, I said, Canada going to have to be careful, they're dealing with a wily old fox. And
2: yeah, do you know, what I feel sorry
1: I, for, yeah, yeah, Go on, go on, on, yeah, on Moose, okay. no, no, go okay. on.
2: I feel sorry for Canada because what they got was they got the quarterfinal Croatia. Yes, that was the first quarterfinal performance we've seen of the tournament,
1: mm, and poor it was Canada so all of it. it was so controlled and so um, experienced in the mm. way that they dealt with Canada. Because I think Canada and the way they played Buchanan and and Davis, the way they started, especially the way how, how intense they were, how, how how good the midfield were in in, in in closing down, and it was like it was like a boxer. I had a great chin. They were smashing the chin and he's just taking it. Bam, bam. Okay, yeah. I've got to get through this. And then all of a sudden they just started playing. And when I looked at the players that were on there, I'm thinking, this is a very experienced team, Croatia. Yes. And so this is what worries me. Again, like with, with, with England is that I can't even, I can't see us starting with a ferocity of, of, of Canada. Mm. And I think that even when you start with that ferocity against teams of that calibre like Croatia, they are not fussed because their game plan is we know they're going to try and play out. We're going to put pressure on them. We're going to make sure that you put pressure on it, whether it's Bellingham, whether it's Rice. Well, I think that Declan himself, for me, just needs to be a bit quicker with his turn and movement of the ball. Because I think when, when Calvin Phillips came on, although it was, um, we were a lot more comfortable in the game, there seemed to be a kind of cohesion and movement that was more fluid. He kept mm. popping up in a, in a place where if they pass it to him, he'd pop it off one touch to the side, back, or he'd turn and pass it into space, into a lane. And it seemed like it was a little bit more fluid and it, f- it felt like it was moving a lot, a lot smoother. So that's an interesting one for me to see what he does there because you need the energy of um, Declan Rice against the Senegalese because their organisation and the fact that they are, they're so quick, so intelligent what they're doing. They can get set pieces, closing down. This is, not a, this is not vibes. This is why I think it's a good thing to see the African teams doing so well, because you cannot go as far as you're going, play as well as you're playing, in this time with the closing down, with the high press, without having a certain amount of intelligence and in knowing what you're doing.
3: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app.
2: Senegal really had to adjust, didn't they? They really yes. had to adjust
3: after Mane, more yes. than almost
1: any other the team has had to adjust. Come on, Moose. Losing Mane at the start of the tournament and, and, and still getting into quarterfinal stages, last 16 stages, I should say, is Against that Ecuador. Against yeah. that Ecuador. I thought, Moose, they were so... What the fuck they Ecuador were, they were cooking. They were cooking, Moose, but the fact is, why do they continue to play that line? Why do they yeah. continue to do that? It's like, again, you're looking at it and you think that it's just the naivety. Because... They did, they needed a draw. They could have got a draw, couldn't they? I think, you know, the problem is, it's
2: when the strategy has worked up until that point, when it's been effective up until that point, you think about the performance against Qatar, extremely impressive and actually being a bit yeah. underrated Yeah, Just against the Netherlands. The Netherlands, before, yeah. Netherlands got spooked because yes. again, Ecuador cooked them, going mm. high against them. So then you're mm. thinking, when we're under pressure in the final game, why do we change the game plan? Because if we go out, to change the game plan, we'll be angry at ourselves. than if we stick with it,
1: yeah. But most they've surely during the game, and this is the the, ma- the in game management of recognizing what you've got, trying to maybe at least take a bit of the take a bit of the sting out of them. Yes, fr- not, fr- not frustrating, but just kind of like let them ease them off a bit because they've got enough listen, to. I agree. Gone. You know, game I mean, management,
2: Moose? game. Oh, completely, Listen, game management is what's going to determine this World Cup as it has every World Cup before? Mm. Who has the ability to step back from the action and calm it all down? And this is the thing, Declan Rice's strength, I think, for Southgate is there is, there is an element of safety first with, def- with Declan Rice at this tournament. Mm. I see that. That's probably an instruction because-
1: um, Yeah, I was going to think, is that an instruction? Yeah.
2: When you're Declan Rice and you like getting forward, you're told to play a defensive role, you almost overcompensate. There was a moment in the first half when they're breaking And he gets the ball and there's a really nice diagonal on, just like a kind of like 10, 15 yards. And he just plays it back and the whole thing just, the air goes out of the attack. And I think that 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 is not a criticism of him in the sense that when you are told to play a bit deep and be responsible, then you're safety first. And I just think, if you look at someone like Yunus Musa, for example, Mm. the risks that he took against Iran, Mm. moving the ball forward from deep. I love to see that. And that's exactly what Rice can we, bring. That's what we need. That's is what Rice what, can bring, yeah. actually. He needs more of that. And I think it's within his game. And I think it's something that, as the tournament goes on, and if you're thinking of the players like Modric, for example, mm. that advance the ball from deep. I know Modric has a 10 on his back, but he kind of like, he goes. Modric is one of those players where he, his number doesn't mean anything. He just advances nope. wherever. I think Rice, for him to advance the ball, which is that greater ambition, I think is going to be
1: key. I want, I want, um, I want Bellingham to be that person that the number doesn't mean a thing. The number is just for recognition that I'm on here. That man can play anywhere. Like I said, he's our you
2: Wijnaldum. You can play him anywhere you in the can. front six. My, 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 uh, front
1: six. my, my worry is, is that when you look at, you have to look at Spain and France, and to a certain extent, Argentina look a little bit more chaotic and they don't look mm. as ominous as no. Spain and France. And I'd have to put Croatia in there now, especially the way they just soaked that up and just went bam, bam, bam. Um, I I looked at, at me and Gary Neville was talking about it. They've seen, they're at a level that you think, I wonder if we'd be ready to play them the way they just played. Like the, watching the Spain and Germany game, I was like, whoa, well, I wouldn't like yeah. to fucking have to come up against that in current, in our, in our current climate. Yeah. That was I horrible. Think, that was a yeah, lot. I yeah. saw the second half of this game against a world side that unfortunately could not string five passes together. They couldn't do it. And in the first half, they were being very, um, Uh, being very resolute in the way that they were defending. They weren't giving a lot of space. Mm. And at the same time, Moose, we weren't being very very brave in saying, well, they're not doing anything going that way. They can't tell me that they were afraid of Daniel James's pace. Daniel James is not somebody for me and the way he plays with all due respect to him, that you should be that much afraid where you're afraid to pass the balls through lanes because they might win it and then break. Mm. You've got to deal with the break if that happens. Because apart from the fact that we kind of turned the ball over in the midfield and Marcus went through and should have scored, maybe, mm. we didn't really do enough. Actually, I was going to ask you, what would you have mm. done in that situation? The goalkeeper's feet. The always, took, yeah, goalkeeper's feet. The keeper the, had good, quite good position, actually. He came out very quick because remember, everything was going very quick. But if you remember yeah. the chance itself, Marcus actually got there and there was a time where he could have finished it when he got there, but he kind of had a little, not a stumble, but if you watch it again, Moose... Even the way- He comes on it very straight. Yes. Even, and even that way, he could have still k- clipped it over to the goalkeeper's feet. But what happened was, is the way he actually struck the ball, it was not mm. going to beat the goalkeeper. He kind of almost miskicked it. And that's the, that, that's the instance where when you're going through, go for the goalie's legs because he went for the goalie's bigger, bigger half moves, like the, the chest and the arms. Instead of mm. going through the legs where it's two legs where he might try and save it. But he might. Which he did He's, later. He did in the yes, second half. exactly. But what you've got to do, Moose, is you've got to whip it to the feet because there's no arms or legs to come and try and save. And the, the goalkeeper is coming out to such, he came out to such a, he came out so far in the box yes. that anything past his feet is a goal. But if you're trying yeah. to go up the chest part, it's going to hit the side like it did, or it might hit the arm. So you don't go to where the main body is. You know, you go to where the legs yeah. are, you know, and that's the only thing. And I think that comes with continuous finishing and missing finishes in training. So, you know, oh, I got Dave Seaman said that. I always say it. Dave Seaman, Bob Wilson, when you're going through like that and the goalie's got to come, come out, you know, make sure that your touches are good enough. So as you go for the legs, you, you, the legs, yeah. they ain't got nothing coming off of it, like the body, like the arms could all of a sudden come out and move. So that's the only thing that I would have said with that finish and you, you watch it again and he kind of mishid it. It was a finish that he was never going to finish and go in the goal with the way he tried to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. but like I was pleased for him because yep. it didn't affect him in the game. They've left Sterling out, they left Saka out, they brought Marcus in and you, you can't help but feel a certain kind of like anxiety for the guys mm-hmm. if they miss. You know, if they play badly, you, you can't help but feel a little bit of anxiety about it. So I was quite pleased in the second half, we came out and, you know, he, he still played with that same gusto, of trying to burst through because he was the one, Marcus, when he got the ball, he was trying to speed something up. He was trying yes. to get it, run it in, one, two, do, he was trying to do that because everywhere else on the pitch, you know, even Phil Foden is beautiful to watch and that, but they kind of doubled up on him quick and knew he was coming inside. And there was bodies waiting, Mm -hmm. you know, every now and then he kind of played one in there, but we didn't do too much, but we needed to speed it up so as we could move, move whales around. And that's what I worry about with the top teams is that we're going to have to do that. And we're going to have to do it for a long period of time, because I think that these teams are going to put us under pressure and they are going to take advantage of the fact that when they get the ball, they're not going to, they're not going to lose it after five fucking passes. You know so this is the thing it's a mid, it's,
2: it's it's an old cliche but the midfield battle you look at the um the american midfield very very good yes very very good midfield one of the best of the tournament mm-hmm. um i think brazil still have a slight question to answer over their midfield in terms of how they move the ball through yeah. um yeah. the spain midfield spectacular and their wide forwards i think actually let them down um their wide forwards let them down against germany i think they If the wide forwards played as well as the centre midfielder in the the start of that game, they would have cooked Germany. It could have been 2-0, half-time, then it's lights out. Ferran Torres and Asensio were beneath their level, I think. Um, I thought Olmo was great. So again, yeah, it's just, can we control the game? Can we control the game? Yeah, but
1: we don't. We don't control the game because even yesterday with Wales, as much as we were the the team in possession in that, we didn't control mm. the game to the point where, oh, it's coming. It's ominous. I could feel it. It was a case of we're not brave enough to do what we need to do to finish this team off. We're not brave enough, and that's because what the we US need to-
2: performance. The, the US performance is the thing that gave me a little bit of of concern. I would say,
3: mm.
2: you know, it was a nil-nil draw, and you know, yes, we got the point and we moved on. But I thought that there are times when, and it's not that we should have gone all out to like hammer them. I'm not saying that mm. because they're a good team, they're a resilient team. I just think that that's the kind of game that a team that's pushing on that looks to win this whole thing. It should be, yeah. Uh, it's winning that. Moment. It's winning that. It's winning that 1-0 or 2-0. I just think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you look at like like Brazil. Brazil so far, what, three goals, none conceded. Serbia and Switzerland, no clowns, mm. closed them out. Neither of those games got chaotic. We know Serbia can get chaotic. Any any team with Mitrovic in a forward line gets chaotic, yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and can, can dismantle and disrupt. And it was calm for them. You know, so I just think, there's a level England have within them to go to. Uh, to be honest, look, they scored nine goals. Like, this is yes. really impressive in that sense. And by Harry
1: Kane as well. That's, and they've got a variety. No yeah,
2: a variety of scorers. Kane is facilitating very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, some of his passing, you know, he's been one of the best wide players in the tournament. Yes.
1: Yeah. He, ah, he well, he's been one, the, one he of the best support, midfielders.
2: Yeah. yeah, one of the best midfielders and wide players in the tournament. Moose, puts um, the,
1: what I love about yeah. him is, and it reminds me of Shearer, because a striker knows where he wants it. A striker yes. knows where he should be that cross for, for Foden's goal, which I was quite it pleased It was a Man City f- pass, wasn't it? it was a De yes, pass. Yes, that's exactly what it was. It's passing. And it's the same with his pass for Raheem Sterling um, in the first game against Iran. He's hardly even looking. He's just putting it in there. And when you because mm. well, we changed it, we put Marcus on the right, Foden on the left. Foden's coming in like he does for City. Foden must have just had flashbacks. So, oh, I'm at City. Bam, come in. Instead of them being inverted on the, the, um, opposite sides it's coming in bam finish stretch the pitch yep. stretch, I the, love stretch it stretch the pitch as you know what I mean possible yeah. and so so I was pleased about that but like I say Moose um, we're we just we're just going to need to we're going to need to up it a bit I'm, I just want to see some more bravery in our midfield because I would like to have seen us recognise that listen with all due respect to Wells if they even if they breach us they're not going to breach us too many times they can't they, they couldn't keep right. the ball we should have been braver in the way we're going to try and turn Turn, pass the ball at pace. Bam, bam. Runners, go past people. Come inside. People get around the outside. Luke Shaw didn't get too, didn't get forward a lot, Luke Shaw. Didn't do a lot. You mm. saw Kyle, Kyle Walker coming inside, doing that inverted thing, what they do at City. But I didn't see where the, the benefits of it. And I think that that was a game where we could have used that Wales game and say, right, let them see that this is what we're capable of doing. All we need right. to do is just step up our, step up our, our game play better mm-hmm. in the game so you know it, there's a lot to look uh, look at with with real excitement but at the same time I want us to be a lot more confident and look, and a lot better about how we were because like I'm, you watch Jude Bellingham in the second half moves yeah, and he was right he started this is what I'm saying he started to do some stuff <laughs> you're just thinking <laughs> yes yes Jude I see it now, Magical, magical, real, feat. real magical stuff over that side. So we're going to need that kind of confidence and energy. That's exactly what we're going to need because Senegal and the way that Senegal will play and how organized they are and how quick they are on the break, how good they are at set pieces is this is going to be a, this is going to be a very, very good game. Senegal coming to cook. So that man is my sc- scoring, scoring a penalty. Oh my God, look did at. you see how beautiful that? And the thing about it is, the penalty was so good, it didn't even need to be as precise as it was. It went literally no. in the, 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 the first bit of the side goal, netting. just past the yeah. post in the side netting. That's impossible to save. That's impossible. Save. No one saves it's that. near impossible. No yeah, one yeah. saves that. I, I, I don't think I'd ever try and take a penalty like that, Moose. Not, in that, not on that stage. And that timing the timing of the game, the context of it, Mm. everything. I'm just unbelievable. Even even Koulibaly's finish, Koulibaly's finish Um, and the way Koulibaly, like obviously the the marking on him, because it's very difficult for people to not ball watch when the ball's in the air. It's what they used to teach you as a striker. Ball's coming into the box. I used to watch Rush, used to watch Lineker, you know what I mean? Even, Even old footage of Greaves is when the ball's in the air, when it's moving the second phase, is the people who are moving are the ones that you should take notice of. He kept moving when the ball was on its way forward, Koulibaly, and he just moved into a space. But it was the composure and the calmness in the way he just says, this doesn't need to be um, flashed out or anything. This is just get your side foot on this and put it on target because you should score from here. It was an underrated finish from a defender who scored his first goal in the World Cup. You know what I mean? Such a prominent figure in the team. You know what I mean? It would have been a nightmare for him to miss that that chance. And he took it really well. You know what I mean? He's a funny one, though, Kulibali, because Kulibali scored some really important goals for Napoli in Serie A big games,
2: Juventus, all the rest of it. And the funny thing with him is that, like, he's a classic example of a defender who's applied the learning in the opposition box from what he knows that defenders hate. Wow. When to arrive and how. This man is like, I know the blueprint. Mm. I know what you hate. I'm going to do this to you. And you Mm. see that there's there's a very small number of defenders that managed to take all that learning yes. and impart it. It was funny because watching, watching Harry Maguire against Wales going forward, I was like, there's a method to all of this. It looks, mm-hmm. you know, he slash run wild and like, mm-hmm. he slash run wide. But I was like, this man is arriving late in the box. Mm. This man is doing things that he knows that defenders don't like. like and I thought to myself, it's just really interesting to, sh- to see defenders showing
1: ambition like that. You know what I might do, Moose? I might tell the, yeah. um, I might tell the ITV, I want to do a run on Friday on Harry Maguire. I'm going to go, I'm going to go big on him simply because we're talking about someone with the amount of fucking shit that he takes, he still does things and puts himself in a situation where people will laugh, people will make memes and he's doing his stuff. Like when he broke through, went all the way, brave, went all the way down to the, in in the box and then smashed it across. And then everybody's like laughing and you're thinking you're laughing. That's a great run. What You, you realise what this guy is, is, is doing, what he's attempting. He passes the ball through lines. Yeah. You know, he's somebody that is, he's playing in a way that all these people that are criticising him and that would never, ever be able to put themselves in a situation that Harry Maguire finds himself in right now with, the, with all the Ferrari around him, with all the criticism around him and do what he's doing. They would fucking not do it. I guarantee there are also.
2: There are also players that go to a different level for their country, though. That's the thing. They do different things. There's a bravery there. There's there's a a moment in the first half when the ball goes into touch, either for a corner or it comes off him, but he's the furthest, at the point when the ball goes into touch, he is the most advanced England player. Mm. He's ahead of Kane, like in the box. And I was like, that's interesting because for England to go as far as they need to go in this tournament, they're going to need gamblers. and I think that's the question like who are your gamblers right like who are your and it's funny because people don't look at Iniesta as a gambler but he was he was a line breaker Mm. and you look at um, Croatia we talk about Modric you look at Mm. USA Kovic is a line breaker as well Kovic oh my goodness that's astonishing that man Mm. uh, there's Chelsea fans remember the 3-0 over Aston Villa when Kovic basically breaks and goes and it's like astonishing 40 yard run Mm. and like has two people pressing him and just goes like, it's nothing. Is is Judak a line breaker? Yeah, he is. He's he's our gambler. For sure he is because even the wide forwards we have like Saka who are brilliant. Mm. They are not getting the ball in those really congested areas deep and pushing it on. And there's like the most important 10 yards of real estate in football are basically like, that center circle. Yeah. Like the five yards that, either that, side of the center was, circle. Yes, bro. That was Redondo's place. That was Musa Dembele's place. That was Busquets' place. Busquets could have been can in a deck y- chair y- Can like, we say Yaya y- Torres as well? Of course. Y- of y- course. Busquets, the first man to win a World Cup from a deck chair. You see that game for the 10. Just like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And and, and that, Bellingham has that rare ability to come through those gaps when those spaces close. Casemiro is doing it at this tournament. Mm. And really, when it gets congested, I still think we have the quality. Don't get me wrong. We've got nine goals. Nine goals in three games, but still.
0: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
1: Just quickly, Moose, um, what you say? because we can't just, we can't just... Um, like flash past Casemiro because we have to say, "Oh my what goodness, a goal. this man! What a goal!" You know something, and the way that again, this is what I'm dealing with when I'm talking about the margins of the greats and how qu- all of a sudden it was the ball out, one, bam, bam, bang, it was a goal before we knew what was going on, and and the way he, he the way he just finished it. Yes, it came off his, his his bum a little bit, bam, but it's just the the way it happened, the way it came around. It's like into- or Zanetti or something like this. Oh, it's yeah, just, yeah. yes. I mean, it's Zanetti against England, 98, I think with that free kick on, bang, bang, yes. bang into the goal. And you're like, wow, like this, that's yeah. what they're capable of doing. That is what the top teams can do again. So, you know something, Moose? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's quite exciting, but at the same time, there's a bit of trepid- trepidation in me simply because I'm feeling like I've seen better. I've seen a lot. I've seen teams that's better and I'm, we, we're not quite there yet. Can we... All of a sudden, we're going to, have to do, going to have to do it against Senegal, but can we get there where teams, for me, seem to already be at that level and are ready to move to the next level? You know, well, when everyone's I
2: watch- got, everyone's, every, one everyone of these four running teams, front running teams has mm-hmm. got a weakness. That's the thing. All of them have got that. France have maybe the midfield control issue, right? Mm. Like Rabió has been brilliant when the game gets to, I, I talk about this game all the time. I'm obsessed with, and France beat Uruguay 2-0 in the last World Cup. And Pogba and Kante shut that thing down. Mm. Shut it down. Every team needs that game where there's pure attrition. Can your midfield run a game? I don't, think Rabiot, have that I don't
1: think Rabiot can. I don't think Rabió can. The way he switched off.
2: And it's not a knock on him. It's just no, that it's no. a very specific, very particular level. It's the final, it's the final boss of midfield control. Mm. Spain have it. Croatia have it. Mm. Argentina don't quite have it. No, nope. they don't have it, and they don't have the dynamism. My friend Callum Jacobs was talking about this: the dynamism from the fullbacks. Argentina are lacking, and the problem with that is you're basically almost at that point. You're like a boat on, on you're like a boat on on a sea without the waves, without those fullbacks really pushing up, and you're mm-hmm. basically like the, the midfielders are sitting ducks. So Argentina do not have it. Yeah. So Spain, Croatia, um, Germany, I think. Journey, can you know, have because it, they not quite yet. Yeah, but it's the not thing is yet.
1: that yeah, but when you see that they they they've moved Sula back into centre half where he's, that's where he should be. Much
3: you know, you're putting you putting put Sula there.
1: on the right back there, and I thought that um I, I thought that he'd he look so out of place there
0: mm.
1: in that game. I can't remember which game which game was it? The first was it the first or the second game? I can't remember. No, it was supposed first. to be in the first game where he played and he looked so out of place and he was one yeah. that was targeted. But like I'm thinking to myself why don't they put, can they put Kimmich back there? I agree. I think they
2: can. Here's the thing about the World Cup though. We saw with um, Joachim Love in mm. Brazil, they won 2014. The best coaches, the best teams make adjustments, right? Mm. Deschamps moved Koundé to right back mm. for Pavard. Bang, made that change. You can look at the, the call to get Foden in there. Some might say, well, actually there was, it was a key game. Southgate made that adjustment. I think it was right. I think it was important. He's not. He's not too stubborn. Like yeah, but we will huge... see.
1: We'll see Moose because we'll it's see. Wales. We'll see. It's well. Let's see if he yeah. if he sticks with him because it's going to be interesting now. Moose to see who does he go with. Does he go with Saka and Sterling? Does he go with Foden and Rashford? Does he keep Rashford? He's just scored two goals. So we'll see now because I think that the Wales game and him coming mm. in in the Wales game scoring, um, it kind of like think well yeah because if I'm on the bench coming against Wales if I'm Saka or Sterling, I could see myself scoring in that game. It's it's like, it's like a gimme. It's like a free hit. So it's, it's, it's like the, the next game now, we'll see what happens mm. in our Southgate's thinking. Because I think for me, everybody calling for Foden to come in the Wales game was one where you think, yeah, Foden can come in there and he can easily cook. He can cook in that game. But it's this next game, we'll see what Southgate does because- you think Rashford, is, I mean, Rashford has earned the start? He's pe- yes, I think, I think he has. You know what I mean? They were trying to get, they're trying to, trying to pull me on, well, who should, Gary Neville tried to do it right at the death yesterday when we were speaking? Well, who, what do you think? What do you, who do you think? And I said, listen, don't bother me, bro. Because what you see with Rashford is that like burst of pace, which Mm. everyone's afraid of. You know, what you got with, um, what you got with Saka is the fact that Saka can come deep and he can turn and he'll beat people. Mm. You know, Sterling. You know, playing in that number 10, dropping off into that little number 10 with Luke Shaw going around him, him coming inside and doing what he'd done when he scored his goals the other, scored his goal the other day. And then you've got Foden. We've got four players who could come in and do things. That's what you want. There's something,
2: there's something else happening, I think, though, a World Cup, which is, it's momentum. Mm. I know it's a cliche, but if you look at the goal that Enzo Fernandez scored, against Mexico and the way that Messi basically jumped into arms just oh saying my gosh, Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. It's you like, thank you. Just give me a <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. like Frodo and Sam, for sure. That was beautiful. Like someone yeah, else, you're right, let was, someone else yeah. carry the ring. Let yes. someone else carry the ring. Yes. But and the point I, the reason I mentioned that is because Enzo Fernandez, hotly tipped at Benfica, 21 years old, whatever it is, comes into the team, a lot of pressure on him to replace LaCelso, scores a brilliant goal, takes the game out of Argentina out of Mexico's reach. That's a player that you now start because he's on a run. His yes. momentum is high. Marcus Rashford has scored a third of England's goals and he's looking good. Like he yeah. he, what, he tried the bicycle kick uh, that went wide. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't deterred by the miss in the first mm-hmm. half. He came back strong. His feet looked superb. His free kick was great. You believed he'd score it when he stepped up to it because yes. he, he had the body shape, everything looked good. When players assume momentum in a World Cup, you keep playing them. Yeah because yeah. when players get hot at the World Cup they generally stay they generally stay, they stay hot. hot yeah we saw Baggio do that um,
1: we saw Romario go on a run like, we've seen it we've seen does it. that make sense yeah, yeah it does make sense. See, uh, uh, we saw Rakitic Gaza, go on a run like, back, you know, yeah. yeah all of those players yeah.
2: yeah you gotta you gotta like so I just hope that Southgate goes with that momentum
1: mm.
2: he's a smart guy I'm sure he'll figure it out yeah but just then like, if I hope he, goes he goes with that momentum
1: yeah. what does he do what does he do on the other side because even you know I'm not, I'm not I know he's not gonna do it but I thought Callum Wilson came on and gave a different kind of number nine um, mm. performance. That was like, yes, I like that because he stayed a little bit Loved more it. up there. When he had to come short, he came short. Linked the play very well, but he was—he felt like there was a focal point there with the kind of pace yes. that could stretch them. So he kind of gave you two options there, and he done it really well. I was desperate for him to score. I saw him the other day, and I said, "Listen, I have to admire your unselfishness. You yes. come on, you come in." come on in the World Cup, you know, your team's 5-1 up, you're running through, you can, you can score yourself, but you square it and give it to Jack Grealish. And, you know, I'm only hoping that the God's looking down and saying, you know what, don't worry. You know what I mean? Because he said to me, Callum actually said to me, you know, give and you shall receive. That's what he said to me when we was at the, the Lions. I day. love said, to see it. Yeah. He said, give and you shall receive. And I said, hopefully, because like even yesterday, went through a couple of times again, looking to square. So I hope and pray that his time is coming his time in respect yeah. of coming and, and he'll yeah, yeah. do something. You
2: can I, win a world cup, you can win a world cup with a striker who doesn't score yes. and you can win a world cup with a selfish striker, but not with an unintelligent one Yes, and he's highly intelligent. Like even what he did against Wales, some might say, yeah, Wales got the best opposition, but like his movement late on was fantastic. Yeah. And it's been, frankly, it's been great since he got into the, well, gone to the professional, professional game. Big fan of his.
1: So Moose. Um, yeah. Because we've all, we all had our favourites at the start of this, mm. um, I've got to ask you, from what you've seen up to this point, has anything changed? Because mine's changed.
2: My tip is still Brazil.
1: You're still going with Brazil? Was Brazil at the start? Even without ne- um, Neymar. I thought-
2: yes, absolutely. In, is in, a, in a funny way, even so. because Neymar's not there, you beat Switzerland 1-0 in a game that's decisive to go through, a team that's really tough, really resilient, and you handle business against them. Yeah because when Neymar returns, he returns to a team that has reconfigured without him. Mm. Um, And that is extremely solid defensively. Yeah, Brazil is still my tip.
1: Um, You know something, I went with Argentina and it it seems, they don't seem as fluent as I thought. They're not dynamic. They're not dynamic. No, they're not. Um, And like what they've done is they've given us some excitement. Messi's given us the great moment. Same with Hernandez in the way that they won that game. You could see the relief, even the way Messi celebrated. You don't see him celebrate like that for ages, what it meant. But um, I think watching watching Croatia and if Kramaric Mm. score his goals, looking at them from back to front, experience, world-class, and a, a guy who's now taking chances, you know, I probably. Say, I'm not. I'm not moving from Argentina, but like they mm. are the team that I think will can probably get to the final again. Whether mm. they could deal with France, because like you look at France, and as much as you watch France, and you, they were doing stuff, and you're thinking, oh, okay, they're the stuttering there, but then they've got him. They've got Mbappe. He's just he, and he's scored two like, goals. He's, not, he's
2: been incredible. He's been unbelievable. He's been
1: he's, and the thing is, Moose, he scored two goals that were like just normal goals. Just came off his studs, just put it in with his studs, nothing special. Sent to forward special. goals. Yeah. He's and then at the back. Yeah. That's exactly what's happened. And he's nowhere near his final form and he's, he's, he's getting it. He's getting it already. So. The
2: scary thing now that they've got that, now that Dembele is there, Di Maria.
1: Oh God. He's you know, like, you know how like Messi amazing. just needed help? Yes.
2: He's got man help. Dembele is the Di Maria of this world cup yes. and the man is running, running. What he said? I need to sow chaos. He said, my God. Is that what he said? <laughs> Yeah, he said, I need to sow chaos.
1: He must be reading. He must be reading our chat group.
2: But the fact that Deschamps gave him permission to sow chaos, right? That's the thing. Like for, for, De- for, for Deschamps to let you do that. Oh, but before I forget, I have to ask you this. This is the most mm-hmm. important question of the World Cup. How was it meeting Mr. Samuel Etu?
1: Oh, did you see it? It was a I beautiful did. thing so as the well, first time I'm you met him? No, I've met him before, but we've just not seen each other for such a long time. Wow. You know what I mean? We've kind of like, Messaged every, every now and then just to, giving the love on Instagram or stuff. But you know what was really beautiful, Moose, is that you, what you guys didn't see, you saw the hug. But I saw, we saw each other when he came out the lift, obviously, with his was his, with his lovely wife. And he came out the lift and then we saw each other. Moose, it was. Oh it my was, goodness. It was, it was a beautiful thing. It was so wonderful. Give me wonderful. chills. Yeah. Amazing. And I was saying, Samuel, I said to him, Samuel, I love you. He said, God, I love you. You know what I mean? I said, Sal, I can only wish you all the best. I hope it goes well, everything you're doing. You know what I mean? And then he's, he's thanking me for all the stuff with AFCON. And, you know, what I mean? he was just being nice and saying that things are moving. Because I was saying about fucking, you know what I mean? You've you got the, the Euro, European teams, like, we've got 55 teams, you get 13 places. Africa's got 54 teams, get in five places. You know, you're mm-hmm. missing unbelievable teams. You know, Algeria, you know, Egypt, fucking you know all the teams that are missing from who could be here and then you're looking at some of the teams that are here with all due respect but I was just it was just a beautiful thing Moose it was a beautiful thing
2: I love to hear that and actually talking of African teams as well Morocco
1: yes Whew, they're yes. coming they are Morocco coming. are coming they're all coming they're all coming get <laughs> no ready world that. no one wants that
2: smoke listen second round
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice one Moose Moose I love you man I'll speak to you soon Moose Absolutely, absolutely. Nice one, man. Thanks for coming in, Anks. No, thanks for coming in, Michael Corleone. (laughs) Listen, Godfather. tell it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I'm laughing like Musa. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Musa Kwanga. We'll be back again, probably Sunday after that game, or maybe Monday. See what happens with England. So um, take it easy until that time. See you later.